Welcome to your KXAN News Today headlines. Here are your Tuesday morning headlines. The fire is out this morning after damaging several condos on West Campus. This happened overnight. This was at the Orange Tree condos on Rio Grande Street. AFD says the fire started because of a battery-powered light being charged incorrectly. Two people living there cannot return to their condos now. You can now order free COVID tests. Starting this week, each household can order up to four more free tests. In September, White House resumed the at-home testing program, and that allowed up to four free testing kits at that time. These additional tests are available ahead of the busy holiday travel season. In the past, this time corresponded with a surge of COVID-19 cases. It is time to celebrate with HEB's annual Feast of Sharing Dinner. Yeah, that's today. It's open to the public from 4 this afternoon to 8 o'clock tonight at the Palmer Event Center. It's going to serve traditional Texas-style meals, and there will be music, activities for families, and a variety of free services, including health and wellness screenings and flu vaccines, too. We're gonna have a live report out from them later on this morning, but first it is chilly and it just is. a little bit of a taste of what's <laughs> to come. Yeah, feeling much more like fall, much more like Thanksgiving kind of weather here. Let me get you started with a look at what's happening outside because you'll notice we got a little bit of cloud cover showing up on our West Shore home camera there in central Austin, but I mean, it is beautiful this morning. Look at how bright the skyline looks here. We're talking temperatures down about five to 15 degrees compared to what we had yesterday. So let's show you what those numbers look like. Walking out the door this morning down to the 50s in Castell, Lano in Fredericksburg, 48 degrees in Harper, 50s out in Burnett County, 53 in Round Mountain. Austin Metro seeing temperatures in those mid 50s right now, 56 Pflugerville, 55 downtown, 54 in Dripping Springs. Remember yesterday at this time we were walking out to 60, so a noticeable change here. Eastern temperatures 57. Round Top, 56 Giddings, 59 in Cedar Creek with 57 in McMahon. Everybody feeling the chill this morning, but these 50s aren't going to go too far. Unlike what we had yesterday with a high of 82 in Austin, we're only expected to make it to the lower 60s today. So about a 10 to 12 degree warm up, and that'll do it for your Tuesday. You'll notice the average is 70, so we're well short of where we should be even for this time of year. Cold mornings, chilly days. That's what I've got for you in the seven day forecast. But an update to your Thanksgiving day weather. We're going to talk about that. Plus some weekend rain chances with yet another cold front on the way. Everything you need to net leading up to the holiday in your first morning forecast. Thank you, Kristen. Historic news coming out of San Marcos. Texas State University will host a 2024 presidential debate next fall. And this will mark the first presidential debate ever hosted in Texas. And Cake San Sarah Alche has reaction and why some believe the university was selected. The countdown begins. In less than a year, the University Events Center on Texas State University's campus will host a presidential debate. We are planning on this being probably one of the biggest events on our campus in history. University President Kelly Dampfus says Texas State will host the first of four scheduled general election debates in September 2024. We're the 25th largest uh, university in the country as far as undergraduate student body is. And so we're a large university 
that's very diverse, that looks like Texas. This would be the first time there's ever been a presidential debate hosted in the state. So why now? Texas State political science professor William DeSoto says it could be because Texas is becoming more of a battleground state, particularly in Hayes County, where the university is located, a majority of seats after the 2022 midterms turned blue. So we're trending more toward the purple direction. Texas is uh, rapidly uh, adding population. It's a very dynamic, very vibrant state. Along with that shift, DeSoto says Texas State is filled with politically engaged students. We really can put people into places of power if we just keep working at it. Jacob Graybill is one of them. He plans on using this debate as an opportunity to get more students to the polls. Do like a week-long uh, either voter registration or voter pledge initiatives. While it is yet to be seen who all will be on the debate stage, Graybill hopes he and other students are among those sitting in the crowd. Gets some student uh, members to actually like ask some questions. Hopefully every student can hear their voice in the process. Sarah Alsheh, KXAN News. KXAN reached out to the Commission on Presidential Debates, and that's the nonprofit that organizes the debate. We asked why it chose Texas State, why it chose Texas as a state to host a debate. We will update you when we get a response. The second debate will be on October 1st at Virginia State University. Then the University of Utah will host the third debate on October 9th. And one general election vice presidential debate is going to be held September 25th at Lafayette College in Pennsylvania. As many polls suggest, the 2024 election could be a rematch between President Biden and former President Trump. The debate will be put on by the Commission on Presidential Debates. And according to an article from our partners over at The Hill, it is unclear if the general election events will go forward as the Republican Party has pledged to boycott events held by the commission. Trump has accused the commission of anti-Republican bias. And last year, the RNC voted to bar its nominees from events organized by that group. A federal appeals court ruling threatens to effectively gut the landmark Voting Rights Act. The court ruled only the federal government, not citizens or groups, can sue under a key part of this act. Private citizens and civil rights groups bring the majority of Voting Rights Act claims. And the Department of Justice with limited staff and resources brings just a small fraction of cases. The ruling will likely head over to the Supreme Court now. Negotiators are closing in on a deal to release some of the estimated 240 hostages held by Hamas. What the White House has to say as the decision is not final yet. And the illnesses local doctors are seeing right now and what you can do to prevent them. Good morning, it is Tuesday and we're taking a live look outside downtown Austin. Clear, clouds overhead. Hope you're having a great start to your day. This morning, fighting does remain intense around medical facilities in northern Gaza. Eyewitnesses reporting heavy fighting close to the Indonesian hospital. Yet another facility the World Health Organization is working to evacuate. Earlier, they removed a lot of newborn babies babies from the Al-Shifa hospital. NBC News learned that while not final, negotiators are closing in on a deal to release some of the estimated 240 hostages held by Hamas. NBC News' Keir Simmons is reporting from Tel Aviv this morning with what the White House is saying. Well, after a meeting with Prime Minister Netanyahu and his war cabinet, a number of the families of hostages and friends emerged 
Some satisfied with the meeting, many others disappointed. One saying, for example, that they were unhappy that the Prime Minister had described the war effort, as he describes it, and the effort to bring back the hostages as just as important as each other. Many of those family members feeling that getting their loved ones back should be the most important. Meanwhile, a hospital in northern Gaza, the Indonesian hospital, continues to be surrounded by fighting and Israeli tanks as concerns for the hundreds of patients there escalate. I'll have all the latest coming up on today. At least four people are hurt after a gunman opened fire at a Walmart in Ohio. Law enforcement responded to that scene just before 9.30 last night, saying a man walked into the Walmart and started to shoot. The four victims went to the hospital, and it's unclear how those victims are doing this morning. Police say the shooter died from what appears to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Operations underway to keep drunk drivers off roads in Central Texas this holiday season. Why well, a Central Texas mom is struggling to get a birth certificate for her new baby after she was forced to give birth alone in her car. Longhorn football team wrapping up the regular season Friday trying to, well, disappoint the commissioner of the conference. Basketball team trying to win the Empire Classic without one of their top players. It's coming up. Good morning, a live look outside from our Rock and Dirt Yard camera down south in Hayes County in Buda. Happy to have you waking up with us here on KXAN News today. Of course, this time of year is special for many, spending time with your family and your friends, but for others, of course, it can be tough if you've lost loved ones around this time of year. Authorities are asking you to plan ahead, have a safe and sober drive home if you think you're gonna be drinking this holiday. Erica Brennan spoke with a mother who lost her son to a drunk driver. The choice that that man made devastated our lives. The choice that that man made to get behind the wheel after drinking shattered our lives. Kendra Sellers is asking for one simple thing as she prepares for the second Thanksgiving without her son. There is always another choice, that it's a choice that you make to get behind the wheel and drink. And there's a, it's 100% preventable. It's not just that uh, drunk driving arrests costs a lot of money. Austin police say it carries an emotional and mental burden. There's been people that I've pulled over coming back from celebrating. They just graduated college and they just got their master's degree or bachelor's degree or teaching certificate and wound up making the wrong decision and driving and it's cost them a lot. Law enforcement officials aren't asking you to not drink, but to plan ahead. Enjoy yourself, have a good time spending those precious times with family, friends and loved ones. But prepare yourself for the holidays, act responsibly when it comes to consuming alcohol. Throughout the holiday season, law enforcement across Texas beef up patrols to catch intoxicated drivers. Well, during the holidays, we always have increased drinking. More people are out on the roads, more people are partying, of course. Uh, so for us, um, it's always a busy time of year in general, but then also with the drinking and the, and the partying, um, it makes us that much more aware of drivers on the highway and on the roads. In Austin, Erica Brennis, KXAN. Thank you, Erica. Now the Austin Police Department will be enforcing that DWI no refusal initiative this Thanksgiving. The operation started last week and it's gonna continue to go on through next Sunday. During that no refusal period, if someone is suspected of drunk driving, 
and you get pulled over, APD can get a judge to sign a search warrant to get a sample of your blood if you refuse a breathalyzer test. Before the Thanksgiving feast, the run. The <laughs> thundercloud subs turkey trot kicks off Thanksgiving morning. Whether you're there for the race or trying to avoid it, we've got you covered when it comes to the traffic impact. Parts of 15th Street, La Vaca, Cesar Chavez, Riverside Drive, and a number of other streets are going to be closed down in downtown Austin. Online right now, digital reporter Kelsey Thompson breaking down where you're going to want to post up to get a good shot of the racers. Just check out the story at kxan.com. All proceeds from the turkey trot will benefit uh, Caritas of Austin to help out end homelessness. Uh, I've never done a turkey trot. It's fun because you just work off what you know you're going <laughs> to right. put on. It's like Lots preventative. preventative. <laughs> you could also just eat it. Not thinking about it. <laughs> but Watch best them of luck. Best of luck to all those turkey trotters. You will be in my thoughts on Thanksgiving morning. Let me show you what's going on with your forecast here. Because actually I've got some good news with your Thanksgiving forecast. Let me get through, get through today's forecast and then we'll talk about the holiday. Because today is the day that we start to feel a little bit more like November. Dry skies across the state as that cold front that moved through yesterday is continuing its trek towards the east coast. Temperatures left behind in the 50s, a good 10 to 15 degrees cooler than what we had yesterday at this time. Even the visibility looks better. We were kind of on a roll there with seeing back-to-back -back mornings of fog as an issue. That is not the case this morning. We've got clear skies on the bottom, mainly clear on top too, just a few high clouds here and there, but in general, we're going to get a good amount of sunshine in here. From the low 50s to the upper 50s, forecast high 63. So not much of a warm up today, but also not bad either. I mean, low 60s, we it could be a lot worse. It's not the 70 we should be looking at, but it's a little bit more normal than the 80s we had yesterday. So here's what our skies will look like. Mix of sun and clouds pretty much all day long, not anticipating anything in the way of rain. As far as this little storm system that we've been watching, and by that I'm talking about the piece that gets pinched off from the main storm that we had been watching, this is still expected to get into South Texas, but I'm not expecting it to do much for us here in Central Texas. I think a lot of that rain's gonna be confined to our South. So I've actually dropped your rain chance on Thanksgiving to just 10% in the morning. The afternoon looks dry. Now we will get in another Another cold front here late Saturday into Sunday, and that's what's going to prompt that weekend rain chance. But as far as your Thanksgiving weather checklist, we look pretty nice. Temperatures will start cold in the 30s and 40s, but will warm to the 60s. We've got light south-southwest winds, a dry evening for you. Nothing to worry about when it comes to extreme heat or extreme cold. It's going to be, I think, an overall nice Thanksgiving day here in Austin and across Texas. 7 day forecast. We've got winds today. We warned you about yesterday, the fact that the wind coming out of the north will be gusty at about 25 to 30 miles per hour today. You'll notice it. It's not going to last into tomorrow, though. I think today's going to be the windiest day. You'll notice lower 60s as we get you into Wednesday, Thursday. Game day looks good. High of 65. We've got some storm chances to watch here with that cold front coming in late Saturday. You'll most likely see that rain on Sunday, but potentially even into Monday, too. So we'll watch that. We're also keeping an eye on our friend.
systems out east. Strong storms yesterday caused widespread damage across central Mississippi. Strong winds were reported, allowing some possible tornadoes yesterday. In fact, we had about five reported tornadoes from the Storm Prediction Center. Down trees and power outages were reported across Mississippi. More than 15,000 homes and businesses were without power last night. But so far, here's the good news. No injuries have been reported. It is good news. Okay, Kristen, thank you. Black Friday is coming up later on this week, and so many people are going to be going out to the stores and buying presents, maybe some toys to put under the tree. Here's the thing. The 2023 Trouble in Toyland report was released, urging parents be careful with some of the dangerous toys out there. Now, for the very first time, this year's report focuses on, you know, smart toys. According to the 55-page report from U.S. Education Fund, major manufacturers discontinued multiple toys after children's voices, images, locations, and other information were improperly collected or hacked innocuous pictures that kids might be taking of themselves and their friends could sometimes be accessed by individuals that parents do not want them to have access to. Yeah, parents, you should talk to your kids about who they communicate with online and not to share personal information through toys. Other toys that the report warned about include water beads, Oh yeah, those high-powered magnets and recall toys. If ingested, the water beads can grow in the body and lead to asphyxiation, and the magnets can cause damage to somebody's internal organs. We're talking about presents, also trees. Several Central Texas Christmas tree lots now open. And we stopped by the Austin Optimist Club tree lot, just on the edge of the West Campus area along Lamar Boulevard. It's looking to raise money for youth charities. The club has sold trees since the early 1950s, and we've got a list of tree lots with this story at KXAN.com. Okay, maybe you're traveling for this Thanksgiving. As the holiday travel ramps up, we're learning what exactly passengers want to see improved at Austin's airport. The airport took a survey this summer with nearly 2,000 people taking part. It's part of the effort to expand and revitalize airport facilities. It's called Journey, and it's a decade-long expansion plan that includes a new outbound baggage handling system, security checkpoint expansion, a Westgate terminal expansion, and the creation of a new 20-gate concourse. They also want to revitalize international arrivals and restrooms. As surveys split responses into business or leisure travelers or both. So let's take a look at some of the responses for the leisure travelers. Since the holidays include more of that, they want things like better terminal access from parking lots and garages, VIP or assisted arrival options for people using wheelchairs or traveling with kids. Climate conscious pedestrian pathways like a tunnel, maybe a bridge to get to and from the terminals and better wayfinding and intuitive options, especially for people who have hearing or sight limitations, just to name a few. And out at the airport, operations are back to normal this morning. It's after police responded to a report of a suspicious item there around four yesterday afternoon. The airport experienced major delays as a result of this, but declared it secure about two hours later. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. Longhorns at Madison Square Garden trying to win the Empire Classic, but shorthanded against defending national champ UConn on Monday night. Caden Shedrick out. 
He's been bothered by his shoulder, came back, played, scored 27 in their win against Louisville, but keeping him out for precautionary reasons. So what does UConn do? They go inside, Donovan clinging with the bucket, and yeah, kind of a headache of a start down 16. But, well, here come the horns. Dylan Mitchell, how about a career high? 21, Texas down 13 at the half. Zarek Onyema with the bucket and the foul. It's a six-point UConn lead. Now, here come the Huskies the other way. Hassan Diard to Samson Johnson. And again, looks like the Huskies might run away with this one. They were up 14, but Longhorns come fighting back. IT Horton tees up and knocks down the three. Four-point UConn lead. Plenty of time in this one then. It's back to eight, but Tyrese Hunter the slam. It's down to six with three and a half, but the horns go cold. UConn takes care of business. Alex Caravan, that's the dagger. He had 20. Longhorns fall 81-71. Tough effort. They're coming home to take on Wyoming on Sunday. All right, UT football on Friday night. They will take on Texas Tech. One win away from guaranteeing them spot in the Big 12 championship game. Remember back at Lubbock in August, the commissioner was out there talking to tech fans and supporters and talking about their game coming up in Austin Friday. But I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving, okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. Whether the commissioner's rooting against our players to win or not, or we're in the SEC or we're in the Big 12, at the end of the day, our guys just want to play good football and they want to win. And so we're, we've tried to consume ourselves with what we need to do. As you guys have heard me say, we need to be enamored with us. Uh, and that's something that we've done. And that's been our focus. And I think that's why our players have been so poised and so composed, even on the road as we go on the road and, and the success we've had there, because we haven't gotten caught up in what's going on outside. Uh, we've really tried to quiet the noise. For the commissioner, you know, we've had plenty of conversations, and he, he is coming. I got a chance to see him. He was in Ames Saturday night. He'll be here Friday. Um, and I'm hopefully we, we put on a heck of a show for him. You know, that, that's what I want. He's a commissioner of our conference, and, and I'm hopeful that when he watches us play, he's, he's proud of the way that we play and representing the Big 12 because that's the conference we're in right now. Sark jokes back in August, Yormark wouldn't get a Thanksgiving invite on Thursday night, he didn't change his stance on Monday. Back to you. Thanks, Roger. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thanks for being with us. Here's what we're tracking at 5 on KXAN Today. A new petition making the rounds as a small group in Taylor is working to make some big changes within city government.